Hello everyone and welcome to episode 97 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news and updates. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about all the highlights from this month's Ubisoft Forward, a delay for Kenner Bridge of Spirits, and Baldur's Gate will let viewers make your choices. We also have all the best weekly deals from a range of publishers across all gaming platforms. Remember, if you're listening now, don't forget to share the podcast around, tell a friend about it, or leave a rating as it really does help us grow. If you're listening to the cast on YouTube, you can also subscribe and like us there. That would be fantastic. It really helps us as well. My name is Deft Puppies, and coming and joining me as always, coming to you from an undisclosed location, is Grey Aussie Gamer. <laughs> How are you, man? What's going on? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Undisclosed location. We're live on the scene. <laughs> My man on the streets uh, this week. That, that's yeah. That's it. I'm amid Sony headquarters, trying to get some information. Exactly. Fucking trying to get that crispy. Trying to get that price before Wednesday. We can get the jump I on know. I know. No, I'm on the. I've just. I'm on the move. I'm down visiting people, so I've had to bring my setup with me. Uh, obviously, not my uh, proper setup. I've got my uh, trusty laptop. Imagine and, uh, hauling your entire setup. Oh no! No, <laughs> no way, man! I'd shudder just to think about packing it and what to do with it. And no, screw that. That's mm. yeah. No, so I'm. Uh, I've got my blue snowball, my old microphone. So if it does sound a little bit different, that is. Uh, that's the reason why this week. But we're still here. We're live. What's going on, dude? Um, not a lot, man. It's 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 been a pretty chill week this week for me. I mean, um, I've just been working mostly. It's been one of those weeks where I've just kind of been stuck in work. I um, gaming wise though, I did get into some Crusader Kings three. Ah, yeah, we spoke and about this last week. We did, we did. And holy shit, that game has so many fucking layers, man. Like, so I was speaking to some people that have played previous games and they're like, this one's like, it's it's more more approachable for new people. It's like easier to get into. They explain a lot more. And I spent about four hours just trying to get my head around every single system running in there. It's, um, there's some <laughs> crazy depth in it. Um. And there's like so many things going on at once as well. Like I, the, you, you can play it on different speeds from one to five. And I was on one and I was like still trying to wrap my brain around shit. I was like, what the fuck? But I think, I think I'm getting the hang of it now. I've, um, I probably put about five or six hours in. I'm just like, yeah, it's, okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there where I'm understanding the systems a little better, how things work, how I need to approach certain situations if I want to do stuff, which is really cool. Cause you can basically play however you want. Um, so you, you choose a country of anywhere basically in the northern hemisphere and you just become a leader depending on the stats that your character gets which are randomly kind of rolled um, and you can kind of tweak them from there on out and yeah take over the world eventually. nice yeah nice. Um, a lot of fun. I like it. it sounds it sounds complex sounds like my first time in playing fucking Tarkov yeah um, yeah man this all is the systems Tarkov systems of nothing on this shit, hey. <laughs> I, I, I could probably go to Tarkov and fucking breeze it now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. What about, what about you this week? You um, Amidst your travels, have you been up to any gaming? No, not a great deal. I've got my Switch with me um, and I booted up like a couple of days ago. But the main issue I have with my, my Switch is every time I go to turn it on, um, I want to play Hollow Knight because it's staring at me and I always want to play it on that thing. 
So I'm kind of going back into Hollow Knight again. I'm super keen on Team Cherry. Like they're supposed to uh, bring out Silk Song this year. They were teasing it, like announced it for this year to be released, but we've heard like nothing. Yeah, it's been really quiet. We haven't. Or maybe year. just heads down getting it done with everything else going on. But um, yeah, we yeah. haven't heard a single thing from them yet, which has been interesting. No. It's been super annoying because it's like it was like one of my most anticipated games uh, for the whole year, and uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. That's about it. The only the other issue I've got is I've got the the Joy-Con drift in my controllers. Oh no, not in a pla- oh, yeah. not, oh not on a platform. That's terrible. Uh, well, just on any game, it is terrible. It's oh, such yeah. a fucking bad design choice with the Switch, and it's it's really annoying. Um and Joy Cons are expensive, man. They're, it's like it's pretty expensive to go um go replace them. Yeah, I had to replace mine um a couple of months ago because I got the same thing. I had the drift like getting really bad. Um, I managed to find like a second hand pair that were decent condition, pretty cheap though, so I was pretty lucky. But even then, they were still fairly expensive. Yeah, see, mine aren't. Mine's at that kind of at that point where it's not. You know, you can still play the games. You just got to correct for it every now and then. So it's yeah. like, do I deal with it? Because like I've got the pro controller at home. Like, is it, you know, is it worth going out and buying new ones? And so I'm kind of in that like half zone of do I commit and just get it fixed or try and fix it myself, which is probably the best option I should do is just take it yeah, apart and likely. try and um, see what I can do. It, uh, yeah, uh, that's that is about it for all my uh all my gaming i have been uh we've been trying to organize a among us though we have been um we need some more people i, th- I was um i was talking to some people maybe thursday night i did see that and uh i'm super keen for that game i've been watching a um uh mr fruit uh, youtube i've been watching his uh playthroughs of it his let's plays of it and yeah it looks like it, a lot of fun looks, it looks yeah like a lot of fun simple um, really simple game, but yeah, I'm pretty keen to get in and have a go. So if you'd like to, if you'd like to join us on that, um, jump into our Discord. Uh, we'll be organising further details there, but probably Thursday night sometime. I think at this point, depending yeah. on what so, other people so are doing. Good. Well. I think you need what a minimum of like four players or four minimum to eight, four eight. to ten. Minimum eight of to eight. eight. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, eight to ten. Jesus, I think. that's all right. We'll um, we'll find some people. I'm sure. There's, there's always, like, every time I go on Twitter, it's always people looking to play Among Us. We'll find somebody. Oh, yeah. I think we've yeah. already got quite a few lined up, so we should be good. And the fact that it's free on iOS and whatnot is yeah. ridiculous. It's because super weird. It's really funny. I went on there. I downloaded it on iOS because I'm just going to use it on my iPad. Um, yeah. And all the reviews on there, they're like people that have come from Steam uh, where, where you've got to pay for it to ios and they're like there is no difference like it it is exactly the same and they're like people have just been ditching steam so they can just lay on their couch and play it (laughs) nice yeah because my okay my kids were playing i'm like did you pay for that or did mum let you buy that i'm like no no it's free i'm like are you serious because i just bought the steam one so are you serious Uh, okay yeah you got suckered. I got suckered hard, man. I mean, I'll, like it'll be good for me, like, because that way I can stream it and stuff, and like, do it on the PC. Because streaming from mobile is a—I don't even want to think about it. 
Um, but would not even go go anywhere near that. No, I mean even even still on Steam, it's like what seven dollars fifty AU. It's shit all. Yeah, it's for a fun game. Cheap. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy yeah. to pay it if I get a few games that like like even if I get like one night out of it, seven fifty. I'm happy with it. So whatever, it's cool. I'm fine with that. It's a it's a it's a crazy little story with that that because it's been out for what two years or something. Oh, has it really? It's been out for ages, and it's like only now just seeing this huge you know spike in gameplay like people wanting to jump on and play it because i think because a lot of twitch streamers have grabbed it and run with it so yeah it's just uh it's quite fun to watch Uh, especially if you know the group if you know the group of people um the that you're watching play it even better because you can you can work out who's you can kind of pick you can pick who's doing what and yeah yeah for those uh for those listening i know i'm not sure what among us is it's a um it's a very simple 2d you know top down uh game where the idea is to murder your crewmates so you're a bunch of crewmates from like you know four to ten ten players on a small little ship they're small maps um and one of yours or two of yours are the imposters and the idea is you've got to set other people up and frame them or do whatever you can to kill the rest of the crewmates Whereas if you're a crewmate, you've got to obviously try and work out who the killer is while doing your tasks. Uh, there's a bunch of little mini games that you got to do around the map, complete those, and you win the game. That's it. That's it, really. That's how simple it is, but uh, super effective by the look of it. Maybe we're just maybe we're just hitting that point where like I think with like four guys being like the main tipping point of this, where we're just going to hit an era where there's just lots of really good simple games out that everyone enjoys to play. Yeah, well, it's, we're due with, for it, with, aren't we? It's... Yeah, I mean, with, with everyone, with everyone, in, like, a lot of people still in lockdown too. It's like people are kind of reaching for that social interaction. If they can do that through a game that's simple and everyone can pick up and it's easy to do, and if it's free yeah. and or cheap, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a winner at the moment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, not everything, not every game has to be, you know, a Halo or The Last of Us or, or anything like that. It's just Look out! Look at these like four guys and um, among us. Look at them; it's super small and incredibly successful. Like, yeah. Hopefully, we see more of those. I'm keen Hopefully, for yeah, it. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, hell yeah! Lots, lots of more indie, lots of more indie groups coming up with really, really cool games. It'd be brilliant to see. Give the mm-hmm. AAA's a break. Speaking of AAA's, should we get into some deals? Why not? Why not? Alright, so over on PlayStation this week, PlayStation Plus, still PUBG Street Fighter V. Um, deals this week for PlayStation, you've got Resident Evil 3, the remake, for $47, and Detroit Become Human for 16 Can recommend both yeah, of those games. Both of those very good games. I've, I've got to get Detroit Become Human at some point. It's out. Is it coming out on PC soon? Something? No, it's been on PC for a while. It was free on PlayStation Plus. Like, yeah, I missed it. I was, I didn't have my Plus set up. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. PlayStation. Yeah, so I'm bummed. I might have to, I might have to grab it at some point though. Our uh, Game Pass pick of the week over on Xbox this week is Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Games with gold this month so far are still The Division, Override, Mech City Brawl, and De Blob Two. And deals with gold this week are Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for fifty dollars and World War Z for fourteen. 
Solid. Yeah. It's Fallen Orders. Brilliant game. I fucking love that. World War Z, I haven't played, but it looks like a lot of fun, though. It's about 14 bucks. It just kills zombies. Can't go wrong there. That's right. <laughs> Over on the Switch this week, we have Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 for $10. So if you're into your, into your fighting games, a bit of Dragon Ball, it's a fucking solid pick right there. Over on the Epic Store, we have Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, which is a narrative adventure game about traveling, sharing stories, surviving manifest destiny. Players wander across a folkloric depression era United States at the round pace, meeting strangers with their own stories to tell. Uh, the other one this week, we've got two on the Epic Store, is Railway Empire, where you create an elaborate, wide-ranging rail network can purchase over 40 trains modeled in extraordinary detail and to buy or build railway stations, factories, and attractions to keep your network ahead of the competition. Very much like a, a train, a train building sim, building sim yeah. kind of deal. Sounds interesting. So, this just week, before we go, like, just before oh, yeah. we go into the news, um, I was on the when I started up my Nintendo the other day, I was like, I'll just have a look on the eShop. You know, because we're talking about deals, just seeing what I could find on there. Yeah. And for some reason, uh, because of the um, Immortals game that we're going to talk about, I had a real itch to go back into um, Zelda. I was like, oh, man, I might just go back through Breath of the Wild. It's been like years since I've played it. Um, and that's like a pretty cool game to chill out in and play. And it's still full price on the fucking eShop. Are you serious? Still full price. And oh, I was like, shit. I'm How old not. that game now? Because... Oh, it's like three, four years old. It was a launch title for the Switch. And I was like, there's no way. I'm not paying full price because I've already bought it and I must have traded it in or I don't know, I've lost the case or something like that. And yeah. I was like, uh, I'll have a look on EB Games. Let's see what they're selling it for. $89 still. Still full ridiculous. price at EB Games. Like the Switch titles, man, they just never drop in price. So yeah, whenever you hear about... Whenever you hear us talk about Nintendo Switch deals, make sure if you're interested in that game, pick it up at that stage because yeah, yeah getting uh, deals on that damn system is impossible. Yeah, they just don't we always we always do yep. try and prioritize like the, if there's a first party Nintendo title on there that's a good price, like it's actually had a price drop, we'll always prioritize those because they are rare. Like insane, insanely rare. And part, quick- it's like lots of in- indie titles on there for like 15 bucks so just kind of trying to pick a good one it gets really difficult occasionally and just a, even a quick look at their other titles man they're like mario kart uh deluxe still full price like man, i could go into eb games now and pick up the last of us 2 for half price yeah exactly and i mean that came out a few months ago so it's just fucking it's so bizarre why they i don't know why they just keep that price all the way up because they can i mean like if you look at i don't know man nintendo always done it though their, their prices have always been like they've never budged for years like i'm pretty sure you can go back further than breath of the wild and still find full price games that Oh, we're first party yeah. Nintendo Souls, and it's still, yeah, this still be full price, which is ridiculous. I still don't understand though why EB Games still sell it at full price. They mustn't be able to get it cheap. Yeah, I dare say they'd be limited in what they can drop it down to because of the current price on the like Nintendo wouldn't be letting them undercut them on their own store too I much, guess. you know. 
Yeah, it'd yeah. have to be something like that, surely. Yeah, there there has to be yeah something going on in the background there, but it's just uh, just something I noticed. It's still really bizarre. So yeah, not playing. It always makes me Breath hesitant to buy Nintendo titles because I'm just like, it's going to be full price for the like next four years. Why? I don't want to wait that. Yeah. Long. Yeah. Exactly. Or why even bother? You know, buying yeah, exactly. on release when it's still going to be full price in a few years. Uh, just wait for a deal. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. News and updates for this week. Now, this week we had a new Ubisoft Ford presentation. Um, so we've got a few highlights from that. It's not everything. There's a, there's a little bit extra there, but these are kind of the main takeaways from the presentation, which is about half an hour long. So to start it off, we have Prince of Persia, Sands of Time is getting a remake in 2021 for the Xbox One, PlayStation, and PC. Ubisoft the ga- says the game is rebuilt from the ground up and in its modern Anvil engine. It will feature improved combat and camera controls and will be out on January 21st. Um, now, a few other little tidbits here. They have got the original voice actor. So the, the prince is back, same voice actor, which is fantastic. And he doesn't sound any different, which is awesome. And um, yeah, so it's a it's a full full remake, which will be which will be good to see. It looked it looked pretty good. I'm glad they kind of kept to that kind of cartoony style of the first one, of the original. Did you get to see it, Gray? Like the yeah, yeah, I saw. It. I wasn't blown away by it. Like I don't I don't know. It, I don't think they've done enough with it to, or I just need to see maybe see more of it. But it just didn't grab me as much as what I thought it might. Yeah, I can. I, I can that understand down that. To the, I put that down to the visual. Uh, yeah, I don't know because I do. Yeah, I remember the art style of that. It was a, it was pretty unique. Um, and GG on you. You called it. You said it should be the um, Sands of Time remake, which you nailed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'm warm on it. Uh, yeah, I was. I'll be keen, I was, to, I was, keen I was... to see some gameplay trailers. You know, see some more on it. Yeah, I was I was kind of much the same. Like it, it, it it's cool to have the remake there, but I, I yeah, I need to see more. I think because it it just it looked okay, but I wasn't like God, oh my god, I need this in my life right now. I was just like, oh, okay, cool, this looks neat, be a nice nostalgia trip. Yeah, see, like when I think of like uh, a remake, you know, I to me that's you're you're developing the game here and now, like with all the modern tech and you're, you're doing your best to like really bring it up. That's what I think was missing from it from me. The the same thing for kingdoms of Alma that just re-reckoning that had its re-release with its remaster yeah. with TH or with Nordic, whoever did it um, was just such an average remake uh, remaster. It was like, ugh, it just felt flat and wasn't done um particularly well i don't think yeah. like it didn't do the game it didn't do the game justice like for how good that game is and like how you know underappreciated i think it was when it released back in the day and then you got like someone like blue point games who redid you know shadow of the colossus that now now that is a remake that is the gold standard i think of remaking a game like Everything in that is just so pinpoint accurate and so perfect and done with so much care that it's it just it looks and plays so well. Um, it better than yeah. the original. That to me is a remake. So, 
Yeah, I think I think I think mostly for me it's the graphical stuff, right? I think like the visual is kind of weird. It looks like a kind of Kingdom Hearts two kind of finish on it. Yeah, 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 and it, it just doesn't. I don't know. It, I feel like it could have been a lot smoother. It still kind of looks a bit, a bit old. Yeah, um, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It just, yeah, it just looks a bit, yeah, like you said, old. I don't know. I wanna. <laughs> It'd be good to see more. Um, it see looks they're, they're really it, it look, the, the the graphics look like a remaster, not a remake. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe that was intentional. I don't know, but mm, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Anyway, we'll find out early next year. On to our our next next reveal. We have Riders Republic. Ubisoft is taking extreme sports to an even bigger online audience with Riders Republic. A massive multiplayer game from the creators of Steep focused on all kinds of activities, including biking, wingsuiting, skiing, and snowboarding. The company promises huge maps based on actual GPS data from US national parks and the ability to race against 50 opponents at once. It'll launch on February 25th, 2021 for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and Series S, Google Stadia, and PC. Quick side note, no. I hate the next six months with <laughs> games releasing oh, on all the consoles. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to have to say all consoles, I guess. Yeah. Um, why not just call this Deep 2? Because it's not. Because it is. It is. It's fucking... It's Steep 2. It's, it's Forza Horizon Extreme Sports Edition. <laughs> That's what it is. Like... <laughs> Like hundred percent, like it's it's like you know you can you can you can race each other, you can challenge each other in time trials, all that. Like it's it's like they've got they're taking that base multiplayer and they've just put it with all the steep stuff in there, like all your extreme sports. So I mean, it, again, eh, cool, maybe. Uh, no, I think this is gonna land with a fucking big thud. Yeah, you're gonna have microtransactions at the wazoo. I hope not. I just don't I hope think not. it's. I just I don't I just don't think it's a game that people are particularly hot on. Like they're not interested in it. Maybe, I mean, unless how, they do something really, is, unless they do something unique these days. Horrible. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. it did terrible. So yeah, I don't. I just don't know. Like, I, it must have done all right, I guess, for them to justify. Doing uh, something doing like this, again. there must be some yeah. kind of kind of calling for it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it, or maybe they're just doing it for some some easy cash to. Well, yeah, I imagine they've got all the art assets there, and the engine and everything was ready to go. So it's not, yeah, I guess, it's not a hard one to make. Harder. Yeah, yeah. To pump out like one and spice it up a little bit more and do something different. So it turns out anyway. Um, next one off the ranks was Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, The Game Returns. The adaption of Brian Lee O'Malley's comic book series is returning a decade after its release and still unexplained removal from various digital storefronts. It'll be out in this holiday season for Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, and Stadia. It'll include Knives, Chow, and Wallace Wells as character add-ons. So this is like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, basically. Scott Pilgrim, it's yeah. like the original game. I think they're just kind of re remastering it and bringing it forward a bit. Did you play the original? No, I never played the original. No, no, me neither. <laughs> I don't really have much to go on for it. <laughs> uh, it's cool. I mean, it, 
Yeah, it's again yeah. It's got nothing to flash there for me. It's not something I'm going to be particularly interested in. Yeah, I know. I know the. I know there was a bit of a cult following with um, with the series and stuff for a while. So you know, for those who are fans, will be definitely interested. All right, on to final one. For I left this one to last because I know we'll probably talk about it a bit more than the others. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Uh, so Ubisoft showed off Immortals Phoenix Rising with an announcement trailer followed by a gameplay, ga- a gameplay demo running in 4K. Uh, in this world open world action RPG, the game's narrative will be narrated through the perspective of Zeus and Prometheus. It was set for a December 3rd release date with Stadia users getting an exclusive demo expected before the end of this year in all countries where the cloud service is available. Hells yeah. I'm so keen for this yeah. game, man. This looks uh, looks freaking sweet. It looks, looks so, so close to Breath of the Wild, though. Like ridiculously of, close. If it's Breath of the Wild without weapon degradation, I'm in. Because that was the <laughs> one thing that I hated about that game. So I hated that game so much. For it, it was just like, oh, I got this new weapon. Oh, now I need a new one. I've like beaten one uh, guy up. But um, yeah, that, it looks it is... looks really fun, man. Yeah, I I love that setting to that the lore and everything of that like greek mythology is so good i love that yeah it's um, always a fun one yeah and the combat looks interesting it looks good like the it looks fluid and you've got special abilities and you know it looks heaps it of looks weapons really simple and on, on the surface as well like it's like yeah, it if, you, if you're looking at the gameplay screen there's like your four potions which is like health damage something else something else and uh i'll speed and i think there's another one and then yeah, you had your like your, your your abilities, and then your basic attack and block and stuff, and jump and dodge. So it's it's very easily accessible. But I think there'll be kind of like, especially with the skill trees and stuff, there'll be a lot more depth there with the weapons and stuff too. Yeah, well, I, they they gave out uh, they sponsored a heap of YouTube stuff um, to a lot of big creators and that. So I've watched a few different gameplays now um, yeah. of different people playing through it. Yeah, getting some like you get, I'm just getting it. It is Breath of the Wild in Greek mythology. Yeah, that is pretty much the game you're getting. Like they're they're way too similar not to you know not to call it apart. But I'm, I'm, I I'm imagine I, I, I don't I, think I, there's I, anything wrong with that. Oh no, I'm just I'm waiting for Nintendo to say something. <laughs> they can't guys, say anything. Like they can't. Guys. What are the What are they going to do? Nothing. We're, do you, do you remember like when um, uh, Shadow of Mordor came out? The first one. Yeah. And the Assassin's Creed 2 developer said, hey, that's my climbing engine. And they had like kicked up a stink about it. Oh, I do remember something vaguely like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised something like that hasn't happened. Like nothing like no big legal lawsuits. But like, hey, guys, that, just, just ask before you copy our homework next time. <laughs> Well, it's it's weird, right? Like you look at uh, Dark Souls, you know, or Demon Souls. When Demon Souls came out, and then more so Dark Souls, you know, that whole uh, third person kind of RPG with the stamina system and you know the Souls mechanic, you know, the idea of losing, you know, your souls or whatnot and having to go back and to retrieve them, that just went everywhere. Like heaps of games took that concept and, and ran with it. But Breath of the Wild, 
not many games kind of honed in on that and and used used that structure to build their own games. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild is it's one of the highest rated games of the gen. Like it's and nothing's been really copied about it. So it's kind of similar. This one is yeah. This one is definitely doing it. I mean, you can fly around wherever you want. You can climb. You've got your own stamina meter, um, you know, for when you're climbing. Uh, you've got dungeons to do, kind of like your shrines with your puzzles in them. So yeah, it is. You've got your world puzzles as well to find secrets and. Yeah, it's walking in, in Zelda's. Well. Sh- oh, yeah. yeah it's walking in Zelda's shoes. But I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's like, if the game is good, um, fucking sweet. And to me, yeah. it's kind of up there with one of my most anticipated games for the year now like right. i'm yeah, all it's, in on it's this. coming out super soon too like i mean i was expecting this to like next year i told you it'd hit this year yeah yeah i, I was i was kind of shocked when they said december 3rd i'm like really that soon shit hey like considering they just had a name change and a major overhaul like we were talking about it last week and they're like, yeah, December 3rd release date. I'm like, okay, shit, that was, okay. I was expecting a delay at least. Yeah, no, I was pretty confident that it was coming this year, that they would push it out. But it's definitely not getting delayed now. That That's for sure. They no, would have locked that date in. Yeah, there's no way they could delay it now. It'd be catastrophic for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, the only, I want to see how long the game is because looking at the overworld there, it didn't look ridiculous it looked looked kind of short like they did that like they did the gameplay when i was like all right you've got to go defeat this boss for this region to get him to help you with the final boss right um also again storyline super zillary anyway um (laughs) but they they did that in the gameplay demo this went straight in we do this one of two ways we went and did it and that was that area done and there's only three of those so maybe they're going to be relying very heavily on side quests and like, yeah, well, you could you can beat Breath of the Wild in, in an hour if you wanted yeah. to. So I know, think that's I, they're going I think that, the same approach. It's like you can tackle this any way you want. Um, I dare say yeah, a lot I think of that, it, side missions that, and stuff. Yeah, I think that comes with like that style of game. You know, it gives players the freedom to kind of play how they kind of want to, like. And actually play how they want to. If you just want to go and speed run and beat the game, and well, you can do that. But if you want to take, you know, twenty hours or whatnot going around collecting stuff, and then you can. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it turns out. Uh, it, it's got my curiosity peaked. I'm not. I'm not as as sold on it just yet. I want to see some. I want to see some more and see how long the game is. But um, hey, look at that! I got a visual. <laughs> Sorry for those for those listening. Gray's camera just popped up on screen. He waved hello. I was like, I was I was slightly shocked and terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, what the fuck's going on, man? I don't know. My I, uh, my video feed came on. I, I got I got spooked. I got spooked hard. Anyway. Got a laptop, man. So everything goes. I got inbuilt cameras these days. Oh, fancy and fancy hey. tech. There's no DSLR big cameras with lots of cords hanging out of them to deal with nice simple tech you love to see it and with that with that immaculate segue should we uh, move on to our next story for the week 
Yes, we can. Yes, we can. So, Kenner, Bridge of Spirits, the Pixar-esque action-adventure about a young spirit guide was revealed during Sony's PlayStation 5 event in June and it has been delayed. At the time, it was set to be out later this year, but developer Ember Lab said today that working from home because of the COVID-19 pandemic has slowed developer more than it had hoped. For this reason, we've made the difficult decision to delay the release of Kenner Bridge of Spirits to quarter one 2021. To the studio said, we may, we have not made this decision lightly, but feel it's best for the game and the well-being of the team. We will use this time to give the game the polish it deserves and deliver an experience that meets our vision and your expectations. Damn. Sucks, this but... Was- yeah, it looks. I I I really like the look of this game. Like, mm, I was, yeah, it was like, looking good. Mm, it's, um, it's no. It, they've obviously put this out before the uh, the the PlayStation Five reveal that's happening tomorrow because they probably obviously wanted to get it out get it out of the way. Um, yeah, because I de- yeah dare say this was. I think they were pushing this to kind of be like a a launch PS Five title. Possibly. I think it was. It was supposed to be a launch title. It was like really close in that launch window, like that first yeah. month or two or whatnot. But yeah, it's not it's not too far away. Quarter one is it'll be you know out three months, be. four months yeah, after. It'll be like so it's still there sometime. Yeah, yeah. it'll be right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I'll be fine with it if there's lots of PlayStation Five games to play. Yeah, the. The, the the next gen lineup is looking really fucking sparse right now. Like, Xbox has nothing. PlayStation so far that we know of has Miles Morales and maybe one other. Well, I don't know. We're gonna find out tomorrow. I think we'll find day. out tomorrow. Yeah, with um the PlayStation reveal next week, which will be interesting. Hopefully, we get some prices and have all the information out on the table, which would be good. What are you just on the on the reveal thing? Because I don't think we've got it on the news tonight. What are you, what are you hoping for? What do you reckon we're going to see? So Thursday um, morning, it's forty five minutes. Forty five. Forty five minutes show. Six a.m. Oh, God. Um. I mean, I'm expecting we're going to see prices for both their consoles. Um, we'll probably see some first party gameplay demos as well. Uh possibly a, a, a new announcement that they've been holding back they seem to say that they've like we've got more coming so they might have a an ace up their sleeve as far as games you know coming with the like launch of playstation you know they'll have like a big launch game or something they've kind of been holding back on and then maybe something else for next year i think they'll be focused mostly on the hardware and kind of announcing its price and showing off some first parties though what about you what do you think Mm, yeah, I'm pretty much on the same train of thought. The like, it'd be crazy if they they don't give us the price and date. Uh, that's just yeah, that's just fucking nuts. If that I keep forgetting, happen. we don't have the PlayStation date yet. <laughs> no, or the price, and like they're gonna have to do it before uh, the Xbox pre-orders go live, which is like 22nd of September. So like, because you wouldn't want to, you know, have your main competitor. Uh, have their system pretty much, you know, not to market first, but you know, their pre-orders are first, yeah, because yeah, like all those people sitting on the fence, be like, do I go in? Do I not? Like, I don't know what PlayStation's yeah. doing. Like, Xbox are here yeah. now, you know, sort of, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, they definitely need to come out. With we're it definitely tomorrow. gonna. 
Um, I think they're going to have, they're not going to focus on hardware too much. I don't think we're going to see much hardware because we've seen it all. I think yeah, like, we've seen the controller, yeah. we've seen the PlayStation, we've seen the headsets, like we've seen all the stuff. Um, I wouldn't expect anything from PSVR on there. Like that's not something you would. No, it'll, it'll be it'll be now. it'll be similar to what Xbox did last week. It'll be like, all right, here's here's both our consoles. Here's what they both do. Here's their prices. Here's the release date. On with the games, kind of deal. Or they'll do that last yeah, or something. Yeah. Xbox didn't show any games. Yeah, Xbox didn't show any games. Yeah. I was just talking about you know the, I think, the price of it. Oh, speaking of yeah. Xbox and playing games, did you see that tweet um, about the first when they first announced the Xbox Series X, and they were doing it like where they had like Phil Spencer in his house. Oh uh, yeah, and the and console was, like, the, was behind him. The, the series the Series S was sitting on the bookshelf behind him the entire time. Yeah, no Two one, bucks. no one, no could one have spotted ever. that. Yeah, but no one would have because it's an indiscreet white little box. It's like, and if someone goes to him and pulls him up and goes, hey, is that the new Xbox behind you there? What do you think he's going to go? Oh, you fucking caught me. He's going to no, be like, it's, no, it's totally that's my modem, mate. Yeah, it's, it's like, my modem. it's just, it's, my it was cool. speaker. Yeah, it's a cheeky little thing he's done. But yeah, it's, yeah, it was pretty funny. It's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, back onto the PS5 event. There was a thing from one of the lead designers for Square Enix. I forget his damn name. Um, one of the Japanese guys who does the Final Fantasy. And right. he tweeted out something uh, like retweeting the PlayStation event, like with emojis and, you know, all not, and then quickly took it down. Oh, uh, so, so there's like, could be seeing some there is Final Fantasy Chapter 2. see. Maybe some Final Fantasy 16 at the PlayStation 5 event, which would be oh. m- monstrous because it's been shit. Final Fantasy 15 was what four, five years ago, so it's definitely you know that's pretty standard. Maybe for that's Final Fantasy development time, but a, yeah, we're definitely getting close. Like, old, they, it's like, oh, by the way, oh, Final Fantasy on the way, dude. If they came out at the thing. end and dropped. And dropped the Final Fantasy 16 trailer and said it's exclusive to PlayStation 5 and like expected oh, in the launch year. That's like you lock that shit down, man. That'd be huge for them. It'd be yeah, massive. It would be. Um, and there have been heaps of rumors about them acquiring some big third party names that have signed up to them. So maybe, I don't know, it's going to be cool. I just, the one game I want is Demon Souls, man. Show me. Show me Demon Souls and all of its glory. I just want to see all of it. I want to play it, and I want it to be a launch game. I really want it to be a launch game for the PS5 because I think if you have that um, paired with Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank, I feel like those three games just there. Um, you know, regardless. I mean, it's more than Xbox have at the moment, so. But they're going to be like they they're three very big IP games. They are, yeah. It's it's it's, it's if, if it's those three, that's a really strong kind of launch lineup. It, if it is those three, it'd be one of their best first party launch lineups that they've ever had. Like, yeah, that, it, that's pretty massive, and it gives a really good I don't know, selection for gamers to play. When you think about it, you got like you got the Ratchet and Clank. Um, you know, it's like the family game. Get the kids in. You know, all the rest of it, uh, and adults too, because it's a fucking amazing series. Uh, you got Demon Souls for all your hardcore bloody fanatics out there. 
Um, and then Miles Morales for everyone who wants the, you know, the more Miles, uh, more Spider-Man more action Spider-Man gameplay. Stuff, yeah. I mean, who doesn't want more Spider-Man? I mean, if that's, they got to show a lot more of that game off, I think. And they're going to have to obviously confirm that it is on launch day. Yeah, I think I think if, if we see any gameplay, it'll be of that and Ratchet and Clank. Because we saw a little bit of Ratchet and Clank, like, through the trailer. But I think they really need to yeah. show off more of it working its magic on how they're, like, really kind of pushing the PS5 with it. I think that'd be a really good demo for them to have. And then maybe, like, Spider-Man running, like, some ridiculous resolution. 4K <laughs> or something. Just like Four billion frames per second. Four billion frames per second and, like, 8K. I yeah, think why that's, not? Yeah, that's what, that's what they need to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, before before we finish on the PlayStation Five thing, last chance. What what do you think it is? Uh, price and date. All right, so price and date. Um, Xbox remind me was five ninety nine for the Series X, and then two ninety nine for the Series S. Yeah. Mm, four. Yeah, two ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Four ninety nine. I have a feeling PlayStation might try and undercut them. Maybe it's risky because that's they're like the, the Xbox is a really good price, so they might go like fifty bucks cheaper. And then you're obviously talking then the Series X. Like they're not going to try and undercut the Series S. No, not the Series S, but the Series X. They'll they'll have one under the price of the Series X. It might be this small. Like if this if their discless version is as powerful as their non-discless version i think it'll be cheaper than the series x by about 50 bucks and then the disc version will be 50 bucks more expensive or something like 50 to 100 more expensive that's fair and what do you what about uh release time release time on the the day xbox go or do you go a week later earlier i think they're gonna go the week before during the week before, yeah, I reckon they're gonna go. I reckon they're gonna go probably two weeks later. You reckon? Yeah. Or if well, when's the Xbox one? September twenty second. So that's like a a Tuesday or a Wednesday here. Maybe they'll aim for a Friday launch. The, the Friday before or something. Like they'll just pip them out by a couple of days just to get kind of get in front of them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's gonna be. Man, could you imagine making that decision? Right. Just kind of. I mean, there's there's all kinds of like market strategy and stuff that goes into that there's a lot of theory like that it's not exactly a oh we'll uh, do it it's it's very meticulously planned with analytics oh, taken into account and like definitely it's probably like still, a full-time job but there's still <laughs> one there's still one person who will have to call it go okay yeah, true let's do okay, it let's day. do it done all your marketing all your researches then okay let's do it like still there'd be a lot of weight to that decision oh yeah definitely Good times. We're finally going to find out what the fuck is going on. Have all the inf- it's it's good. It's I'm just I'm going to be relieved that we're going to have everything instead of will they won't they bullshit we've had like the last three months. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's been a weird, a weird rollout to this generation. Yeah, definitely. Um, very very late and very delayed again with COVID. I guess that kind of makes sense. They're not sure what's going on, but. Again, because it is a weird there was, financially for everybody else as well. So trying to there sell was, a console the year 2020. Yeah. Very difficult to do. Mm. <laughs> Mate, I bet you none of them wanted to. 
if they could, they'd be like, Microsoft, you just want to, we'll go this time next year. Like, yep, done. Oh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. Woo! Same day, let's do it. And then just like releases it six months earlier. I mean, yeah. That's what I do. Um, I did read a thing. I did read a thing today about um, Sony cutting their original figures down by uh, by four million units. So yeah, they I did, did see plan that today. To yeah, ship uh, fifteen million units. That's worldwide by March next year, and that has now been cut down to eleven million units. And the reason being um, is hardware issues, struggling to get the chipsets done, and you know, yeah. Because they've got it because they've, they've it was it was PlayStation that set up so that you have to have a PlayStation account to pre-order like you had to verify your account. I think think so. Was that like a real thing? Yeah, I think I think it was. Because I've seen um, that gold-plated like, thing. Yeah. Also, you can get the gold plate. You can get information on the gold-plated PlayStation Five before you can get information on the original one. Brilliant, by the way. <laughs> of course. I'll just pre-order the gold one. It's fine. It's only worth ten grand. Yeah. Worth it. I get it before everyone else. You'd want to get it before everyone else. Yeah, right. You get it like three weeks afterwards. You'd be shitty, hey. <laughs> it's damaged in freight too. <laughs> Star Trek's just thrown it up the stairs. Fantastic. Anyway. Onto our final story of the night. Nice little neat one. Um, more Baldur's Gate 3. We talked about it last week. Um, some information has come to light. The Baldur's 3, Gate 3 will let viewers decide streamers' dialogue choices. So Baldur's Gate will be, 3 will be all about choice. If it lives up to its immense promise, it will be these many game-changing decisions that will keep players locked onto the Forgotten Realms for many years. So naturally, Larian is going big on it. Baldur's Gate 3 will let players make and suggest dialogue choices to their favorite streamers. In Larian's latest community update, the developer revealed crowd choice control for Stadia and Twitch integration, which will both allow viewers to affect a streamer's next dialogue choice. Crowd choice will let you actively choose the next story path remotely during your YouTube live stream as well. Whereas the dialogue option... Yeah. Each dialogue option is assigned a number on Twitch, which is then subject to a vote. Presumably, the streamer can decide whether or not to abide or ignore the audience's wishes. Twitch viewers can also view the streamer's inventory, character sheet, skills, and spells. Larian explains that in, in the update, these features are all about bringing the community together, allowing the streamer to become the dungeon master for their audience, whether they own the game or not. Or they can just disable the feature completely if they prefer. That is going to cool. be dangerous. That, that's really cool, though. I like seeing stuff like this. Um, as someone who hates making decisions, especially when it comes to video games, I'm like, okay, chat, what are we doing? <laughs> Save Side for me, me. Save me, please. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I die, I can blame someone else. Exactly. You're making poor choices. Oh, I didn't do that. That was you. What are you talking about? But, I mean, um, if it, this game is going to be ridiculously fucking huge anyway as is and this is just you know making it even bigger but it's also like it works really well for this game because this is the type of game that can be you know maybe not i wouldn't say it's boring but there's there's obviously a lot of dialogue 
um, and a lot of choices in these types of games. So having, you know, if you're streaming it or, you know, on YouTube or whatever it is, having your chat be now to actually interact with the game like you are is it's going to be huge for them. I think it's good. Like, it's yeah, a really well, solid move. We've only really seen stuff like this in mostly multiplayer games. I know uh, maybe Borderlands, it was a Borderlands 3, maybe had something very similar. It might've just been integration in general. But for the most part, we've seen games like Hyperscape come out where it's like the Twitch chat can control how the game plays out and what happens in the game. And we've seen a lot more of that coming in because, you know, with streaming being as large as it is at the moment, still growing, it's a great way to kind of advertise the game. If you can get the community involved in that, it means that people are going to be watching it more and they're more likely to buy it too. Yeah, oh, for sure. Having that, um, just it's it's just more engaging. Like it brings yeah. the engagement level up for everyone. And yeah, like you said, more people are going to be like want to tune in, and people are gonna you know get way more invested in it because you could be playing alongside your 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 streamer friend who's playing it, whatnot, with his group, and you're playing your own game. And you can make decisions into his game that, you know, is something that you didn't do, you know, pick, pick left instead yeah, of going can, right. You know, when you, you went right, you can choices, go pick yeah. left. Yeah. And you can see more of the game and yeah, why not? I don't know how they must be a pain in the ass to program oh, and to put it. I, I, I'm waiting. Shit. I'm waiting for a Twitch plays to come out. You know how they've done like Pokemon and stuff like Twitch plays Pokemon where it's just the chat does everything. Yeah. This is totally happening in this game because they did it with Microsoft Sim. Uh, flight sim like like this week like twitch chat flew and landed a fucking plane somehow i, 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 I don't know how that happened but it happened borders gate is complex so if they can work that to yeah twitch chat can play that somehow remotely i don't know how that's even gonna work so i'm really good keen for the game like uh, yeah, it, it looks like thirty or something. We so a, there's um... a there's an early early release coming out it's, um on the thirtieth September, which is like uh what did they say like twenty five hours of gameplay? Yeah, I think we covered it last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like a buy in demo basically. You can get a small part of the game, um, which is you know, like, oh yeah, oh you can have twenty four hours. There's like plenty more gameplay to come after that. So oh shit, it's a big game. Mm-hmm. I'll take 24 hours. Thank you very much. Yep. Fucking oath. But that is that is us for the night. Was there anything else you'd like to add for the night, Gray? Uh, no. no, Nothing that I can think of at the top of my head. On my, uh, on my single screen laptop here. Life's hard. <laughs> can't do this quick Google search. Just go, oh, shit, what else can we have? <laughs> I can't even. I can't even keep. I keep. Yeah, I can't even keep bringing up Google Chrome. I don't know what. I can't even see it's the run sheet. run sheet. The pain of Mac. And the screens. pain of Mac. Yeah. Horrible choice in, in computer. Terrible. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Things are a bit weird this week and probably the next few weeks while Gray is out and about doing his thing. Um, so bear with us. Uh, we probably won't have YouTube stuff up for a couple of weeks, just kind of depending on what's going on with how things are but if you'd like to um get in touch with the cast you can find us on twitter at left underscore pod also as mentioned before you can find most of our vod's and us streaming live on youtube 9 p.m ish aest 
every Tuesday night. You can just search for Two Left Thumbs Podcast. Gray, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and over at YouTube at Gray Aussie Gamer. What about yourself? Find me Twitter, Twitch, Deft underscore puppies with a Z. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, rate, review, love us like we love you. And we shall see you next week with all the PlayStation news. All the PlayStation news. Bye. Bye.